it makes you realize that there's some really cool people out there you meet very interesting people and there's a very specific kind of joy when a car stops especially if you've been waiting for a while and it's a feeling that I, I haven't found anywhere else I think Welcome to Through Here, a podcast about road trips, people, and places. Through Here is recorded on Treaty 2 territory. The land is the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Cree, Oji Cree, Dakota, and Dene peoples and the homeland of the Métis Nation. The land is also used by Indigenous nations from Treaties 1, 3, and 4. Season 1 of Through Here takes place in Riding Mountain National Park, a vast forested oasis amongst Manitoba's hundreds of kilometers of prairie, and a destination for many travelers. If you'd like to learn more about the setting of Through Here's first season, head to the Where's Here section of throughherepod.com. All you need is your two feet, a backpack, a hammock, and a goal. That's what Matthew taught us. Matthew partook on one of the most surprising journeys of season one. He hitchhiked across Canada. He came to Canada from Belgium seeking more experience doing stand-up comedy in English, but decided to make use of his working holiday visa and use it to check out what Canada had to offer before heading to his eventual destination, Los Angeles. In this episode, we get deep. We chat about why we do the things we do, what influences us to prioritize traveling over all else, and what it's like to hitchhike. This was one of the best conversations I had this season. It's the very last episode. It's been a blast recording and producing this season for you all. Enjoy this last one. I was wondering, like, I'm going to have to say hello a second time. Because uh, no. I've done that already. But I'm from Belgium. Yeah, so I, I lived in Toronto for three months and then on Montreal for four months. And uh, I knew somebody in Chicoutimi in Quebec. So I thought I would start there. I took a ride share over there and uh, spent a few days there. And then, yeah, I thought it would be more fun to start from there than from Montreal. You know, I, that way I could see, like, a little bit of Quebec. And, uh, yeah, but then uh, I kind of regretted going through northern Ontario. Where else would you have went? I guess a regular route would have been Montreal through Toronto and all that, right? Yeah, but how would you have gotten here? Oh, here? Yeah. You mean this very yeah, specific you place? Said, yeah. yeah, you said you didn't want to go through northern Ontario. Oh, yeah. No, I guess, yeah, well, I guess through southern Ontario? Or, or I, I'm not same. good at... Okay. I, yeah, Ontario is weird. I'm not good at weird. Canadian geography. It's uh, weird because they call... All of N- Ontario North. Most of it is North. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's true. like anything past. No, like, I mean, I guess. An hour north of Toronto is Northern Ontario. Yeah, it and I'm is, like, isn't you it? You guys have yeah. a gigantic province that you literally just refer to it all as North. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was talking about this with somebody. Well, last guy who hosted me, I think. Like, they call Canada the Great North or whatever, but like Montreal is on the same latitude as like Barcelona. Well, really? Yeah, or something like that. Maybe. Lyon in France or something like that. Huh. Yeah, because the bottom of Ontario is like the same as the middle or the very top of California. Wait, what? <laughs> like the very bottom of Ontario. Yeah. The most southern part of Ontario or whatever is on the... Yeah, oh, like really? is at the same no whatever okay. level or whatever, yeah. yeah. Why did you come to Canada? Part of it was that I wanted to do stand-up in English, so I chose Toronto because that's a good city for that. 
but I just spent three months there. So I know I I I, I guess I'd always wanted to go to Canada for a while. That's not a very interesting answer, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I get that's like up to the listener. Well, also like <laughs> I. So I got a I got this working holiday visa thing. I think it's like a one year work permit. Like I would have gone to the U.S. I guess, but they they don't they don't have that. Mm-hmm. So they have it for Australia and New Zealand and a bunch of other countries. But yeah. What are how are you getting places? How am I getting places? <laughs> yeah. Since I well hitchhiking mostly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, since I started this trip. Yeah, actually, that's it. Like, since Shikutimi. Like, I took a ride chair from Montreal to Shikutimi, and then uh, I've only been hitchhiking. I started, like, a week ago or something. And you've I'm, gotten here that fast? Yeah. <laughs> I was slow at first, but then I got this super long ride with, like, in an RV. It was this old couple. Uh, she was from Quebec, and the guy was from France. And I spent, like, 24 hours with them. <laughs> it was really cool. Uh, we stayed at a campground, and, uh, yeah, they dropped me off a bit before Winnipeg. I guess I got lucky because I got that ride in Wawa, which is apparently known for uh, being very difficult for hitchhikers. But uh, yeah, I mean, I do expect to take like a few buses at some point, mm-hmm. but yeah. And have you been surprised at how willing to pick you up people are? Like, is there something that's surprising about hitchhiking that you weren't expecting? Well, I'm, I'm not... I mean, like, the people who pick you up, they're, like, 0.001% of the people on the road, mm-hmm. right? So it's, like, I've, I've thought about this before. It does it does make me think that people are fundamentally kind, but it doesn't make sense. It's not rational because the people who pick you up are just, like, such a small minority. Mm-hmm. That, not that, I mean, I'm not saying that if you don't pick me up, you're an asshole, right? But it's when you think about it, it's, it's unbelievable that, like, the small number of people actually pick you up so I'm especially grateful <laughs> but what was the question <laughs> what's what what's what has been surprising about yeah. it I mean I've been hitchhiking for I mean you know like it's not my first time mm-hmm. but I guess I'm always surprised at how kind and generous people are like you know people will offer you food and stuff I mean three years ago somebody like gave me $20 which which is nice but it's also like you know mm-hmm. I mean I'll take it <laughs> <laughs> But it feels, I mean, it's like, uh, well, I guess you kind of are a hobo of some kind when you're hitchhiking, whatever the term you want to use. Yeah, no, it, it feels, it always feels really nice when people, you know, are just kind to you, even though they don't, they don't know you. So the thing, I, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not blaming the people who don't pick me up. I mean, like, like I'm a, I'm a, I'm just one guy with long hair and a beard and I'm hitchhiking. Like, it's fine. <laughs> I get it. If you don't want to pick me up, I, I really do. Okay, so you've hitchhiked before. Yeah. Like in Europe? Yeah, I did a lot in Europe, uh, but also in, in the US uh, three years ago. That was with uh, my ex. Yeah, we did like, went from Wisconsin to Washington State and then down the West Coast. It was really, really cool. A little bit in Canada too, actually. But yeah, in Europe, like I, I went to, I did it in Germany, Belgium, Netherlands, France, and uh, a little bit in Sweden. It's, uh, it's fairly easy, I would say, in Western Europe in general, in the UK too, yeah. Like, people are more willing to pick you up. I guess so, yeah. I mean, more willing than in Ontario. But <laughs> my trip is not finished yet, so... Manitoba is, has been really easy. I mean, today at least, so... Yeah, because you got here so fast. Yeah. Did you, like, so you got a ride to Portage, and then did some, the, the person that picked you up in Portage was coming here? I hope not. <laughs> okay, I so you got another one? Like, how many, yeah. how... 
many times did you have to hitchhike to get here? Like, because they dropped yes. you off in Portage, and then you had to hitchhike with someone else. Yes, precisely. Yeah, and where did that person <laughs> drop you off? <laughs> so I got picked up by this truck driver, and he dropped me off in, oh, mid, mid uh, something with an M, in a dosa. Minidosa, yeah. yeah, that's it. And then I got picked up by the first car. <laughs> the first one. Minidosa? Yeah. Wow. Is it surprising for Minidosa? I don't know. No, I don't think so. Because, like, there's probably a lot of traffic that's coming here. And, like, on Monday or Tuesday, I was driving to Winnipeg. And I stopped to get gas. And someone was trying to hitchhike to Clear Lake. Oh. Like, I was going the other way. Okay, was it a young person? Yeah. Because, like, I, I've only seen three hitchhikers on the road since I started, and they're all, like, 45 or something. Really? Which, yeah, which is always surprising to me. Like, you know, I would expect a hitchhiker to be, like, more my age, which is, I mean, it's fine. Yeah, no, but that it's just, just totally just... was. Because for a second, I was like, oh, maybe it's you. <laughs> because remember when you, you said, like, that you were in Winnipeg or something, but then you were there for a long... I don't remember. The, the timeline was, like, over a week. Like, when I replied, finally, I wasn't expecting you to still be in Winnipeg, and you were like, yeah, I am. And then I, I was like, in... oh, so it wasn't it wasn't you that was that <laughs> random person in Nifoa. But, I, yeah, by the time I came out of the gas station, he was already gone. Oh, good. I don't know how long he was there for, but no. I think, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're like, oh, only good-natured people want to go to a <laughs> national park. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, whoa. Like, I wasn't expecting him to get a ride Me that either. fast. Where do you want to end up? I'm not exactly sure. It depends on time and money, I guess, and on what I decide to do. But at least Los Angeles. And uh, I mean, I do have to be back in Montreal by October. So I think I'm going to hitchhike from Los Angeles to Montreal. But uh, I'm not quite sure yet. How long do you think it's going to take you to get to Los Angeles? Like, do you have a time frame? Mm. I guess I'd like to be there by September 10th or something like that. Yeah, it depends like where I decide to stop. I think I'm gonna stop in Seattle and Portland and maybe San Francisco, so it might take longer than that. I'm gonna spend a few days in Vancouver for sure, a couple days in Calgary. Yeah, I've been sending couch requests. Cause like, be like between Chicoutimi and Winnipeg, like I had no idea where mm -hmm. I would, like I, I don't, I don't know anything about what's between Chicoutimi and, and Winnipeg, right? So mm -hmm. I just, I didn't, I didn't really take care of that. So, so I slept in a hammock for two nights in a row, which is fun. It was, it was fun. It was a fun thing to was do. Was it just random? Or, what do you mean? Like, did you just set up a hammock randomly somewhere or was yeah. it in like a, oh. No, no, it, like it was really like wild camping. Well, I guess the first night, like even if I had planned to be somewhere, I only went from Chicoutimi to Saint-Félicien, which is like, I guess two or three hours away. Um, and I kind of like, I'd, I'd forgotten how to tie a hammock. <laughs> so it took me like 40 minutes or something. And I, and I fell like four times, <laughs> you know, like I, I tried to test the hammock. I sat on it and, and I fell and it was, uh, sad really, <laughs> it was really sad, <laughs> but you know, great, great, great experience. So, yeah. And you didn't get eaten by bears. Nope. Did you see any wildlife? I saw some roadkill. Does that count? No. <laughs> like, I, I never even saw a raccoon since being in Canada. I'm really disappointed. Did I see any wildlife? 
No, not really. I don't think so. Yeah, I've only ever seen a raccoon in Vancouver, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> they say they're So popular, that's where they are. But yeah. I don't know. They're very domesticated there. Yeah. I got really close to one, and I was like, why are you not freaking out? What's going on? <laughs> what do you eat? <laughs> uh, a lot of Tim Hortons. Well, I did buy, like, a loaf of bread and, like, turkey slices or something at some point, but it, it's not very convenient to like carry with you like that the bread was all completely destroyed and you got to keep the turkey in the fridge right so mm -hmm. i just like I, I i i buy protein bars and and i got a banana in my pocket i think and i go to tim Hortons, yeah stuff like that you don't have like oatmeal or like a well that would be that would be good because i love oatmeal uh <laughs> but <laughs> i'm not supposed to love oatmeal is that a <laughs> i don't know it's an funny. odd thing to to love Cause like I feel like oatmeal is not a thing like where I'm, like I never had oatmeal in Belgium like I I didn't even know what it really? was yeah or maybe it's just my family I don't know uh, yeah my but... family's not an oatmeal family either <laughs> <laughs> but I started eating oatmeal in, in Canada but I don't have like a pan or anything mm -hmm. so or one of those like little camp propane things yeah yeah like I used to like three years thing. ago when I when I hitchhiked in North America I uh, I had one of those that was cool Probably also like it's thing. like it's fun but you gotta wash it it just becomes gross at some point because I mean th there's gonna be days where it. you're not gonna wash it mm -hmm. for a while you know so do you want to start a podcast with me about oatmeal <laughs> do, do that <laughs> you can just edit this out and we'll use that part for the new podcast oatmeal gets boring after a while though Oh, oatmeal never gets boring. I eat it like every day for breakfast and it's like, I'm like, I don't want to anymore. <laughs> why, why are you traveling? Those why questions are really stressing me out. <laughs> mm -hmm. Why am I, you mean in general or right yeah, now? Because like you've done it before. Oh. Um, You're doing it now. It's like not really like a mainstream Oh, the way I choice. do it, you mean? <laughs> You mean well, hitchhiking yeah. or, or yeah, sure. yeah, or yeah. traveling? Okay, talk about hitchhiking right now, and then in five minutes I'll ask you the other okay. question. <laughs> hitchhiking is actually really fun. Okay, like not always. I, I feel like I will stop doing it at some point because I don't know, maybe not. It's fun, but like especially when I was in Ontario. No offense to people in Ontario, but I uh, like when you don't get picked up and it's cold, it's, sometimes I'm like, why is this fun? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. why am I doing this? But I, I like the challenge. It's challenge. Like, I, I kind of like putting my hammock somewhere and only sleeping four hours <laughs> by the side of the road. Like, I, I feel like it's making me, I feel like that's gonna, it's gonna help me later in life it's not it's probably not but I, I feel like it's a good thing like to build character or something i don't know but also it's it makes you realize that there's some really cool people out there you meet very interesting people and there's a very specific kind of joy when a car stops especially if you've been waiting for a while and it's a feeling that i i haven't found anywhere else i think when just like when the when the car stops it's uh i don't know there's something about it like your faith in humanity has been restored. Yes, yes. Even though, again, it doesn't really make sense to think that. But well, yeah, it, it sort of does. Because like sometimes the world is so shitty sometimes that you're like, are there good people? Do they exist? There's good people. Yeah, you realize that there are good people. Mm -hmm. uh, but also that it's... Well, it's not the good people or small minority of people, as I said. But people who pick you up. I don't know. It's just very... It's a small number of cars. But yeah, 
that's that's what I tend to think when that happens, when I get picked up or when somebody's really nice to me. It does kind of, well, it doesn't restore my, I, it's not like I lost faith in humanity at any point in my life. I'm not, I'm not like that, but it, it does give you hope and all that. And also, it's, I mean, you know, it is, it is free travel mm -hmm. and there's a, that's also, that's also a really cool feeling. Like, like it's, it's very freeing to know that you can move around just for free and it's pretty easy when you think about it like even if you have to wait a lot sometimes it's i mean you know like if 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 i hitchhike all the way to vancouver I, you know that'll be i mean i don't know how many thousands of kilometers but you know like all of that for free it's it's pretty it's pretty cool it's a cool feeling and also camping outside which is not always the most fun but still like knowing that you can do it right uh it's yeah there's a freeing feeling about it what kind of people pick you up like is there like a type of vehicle uh, that picks you up more than normal uh, or like a type of like person oh, that's a good question a lot of times it's people uh, who've hitchhiked in the past but not so much recently like i i ask them and they're like no i've never hitchhiked or i just did it once but over the years yeah it's, it's, it's often been former hitchhikers I, I guess usually it's like middle-aged men I would say I've I never got picked up by a woman by herself I think which is fine I get it <laughs> I'm not gonna blame them although no it there was worse than that I mean worse I got picked up by a woman with her kids in the back so that was I really appreciated that you know like oh you're you're trusting me that's that's nice mm -hmm. not saying that they shouldn't trust me but you know so yeah I think there were kids on a on a couple occasions I think never by a couple I think so far or maybe once. Never two women. Never two guys, actually. Or almost never. Yeah, and, and I got uh, two truck drivers. One of them was an ex-con. It was really interesting talking to him. <laughs> Why? Well, I don't know. It's it's always fun to talk to someone who's been to prison. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and, you know, he was like a drug dealer or something. But he's not into that anymore. That's, that's what he said. So it's all good. Right, because he's driving a truck. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he got caught with drugs in his truck, so it doesn't mean oh, anything. I guess okay. that maybe that's how he deals drugs. <laughs> he uses his truck to get drugs from one place to another. So. Okay. But he doesn't do it anymore. I, I insist. I mean, I don't... Yeah. yeah. But he insisted. He insisted, yeah. Mm -hmm. What kind of cool people have you met that way? Well, well, that, that couple who picked me up uh, in an RV was, was just, like, I incredibly cool in the sense that they you know they let me spend 24 hours with them but i've met oh i um i got picked up by charlie angus is that his name it's like a he's a member of parliament for somewhere in ontario oh my gosh is he ndp yeah <laughs> yeah i think i've heard his name okay, before yeah. i mean i had no idea obviously, who <laughs> was, but he told me so i'm not saying he's self-centered and narcissistic but he did mention that he was a member of parliament yeah, but like how Which far is cool, into like the, the conversation? Pretty early. Uh, <laughs> but he was cool, like, uh, really. I don't know, he didn't strike me as a self-centered person at all, actually. Like, he seemed like a, yeah. like a genuine, like, like, a, like a really good guy, so. It's just that he's like a member of parliament, so like, at the beginning of a conversation when you're normally like, Listen, oh, it, what do you do? Like, because that's a natural, like, beginning of a conversation. I try to avoid right? that question, though, but, yeah, and I didn't ask boring. it. But, oh, okay. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, you just, just said it. for it. But... I don't know, like, I, listen, if you're a member of parliament, like, you're allowed to brag a little bit. And mm -hmm. I think, I feel like some people are allowed to brag mm -hmm. a little bit. Yeah. You know? And I don't think it was bragging. 
<laughs> yeah, it's, you know, it's something that would interest a hitchhiker. You know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. He ran for the leader of the NDP party. Heard, yeah. That's why I know what his name is. And he told me that because I asked him if he had specific political ambitions, and he said that he ran for. Uh, yeah. Who knew? Picks up hitchhikers. Why did the people in the RV pick you up? Do you ask people that? I've asked a couple times. Um, I would ask that every time. Like <laughs> I immediately. I should do that. You're right. I can tell you why why the truck driver from today picked me up. He said I don't usually pick up hitchhikers, so of course I asked, "Well, why did you pick me up?" And he said, uh, "I think at first he just said like I felt like it or something." <laughs> and uh, yeah, I asked, and he said I was I was uh, listening to this uh, Christian radio station. <laughs> And they were talking about how, you know, if you don't help people out, you're not a true Christian or something like that. Um, so thank you, Jesus, I guess. It did make me think, like, does that mean he wouldn't have picked me up if he wasn't Christian? You know, I don't know. We actually talked about his faith for a little bit. I don't know who brought it up, but yeah, it was interesting. What kinds of conversations do you have? I've had conversations like that one a couple times, I think. Sometimes politics. Oh, I think the coolest guy who picked me up was this guy Kevin in, uh, in Ontario, actually. Because, I mean, I, I, you know, I've been saying that Ontario is, is shit for hitchhiking, but I did get picked up by uh, this guy. He dropped me off, and he said that I could sleep on his farm if I don't get picked up. And I assumed they would get picked up because it was like 3 p.m., but no. And, you know, he invited me for supper, and... Uh, and uh, yeah, it let me crash at his farm, and we had a great time. And he talked a bit about um, how he's libertarian, and uh, so I thought it was interesting. So yeah, sometimes sometimes there's conversations about politics and religion and stuff, but most of the time it's nothing fascinating. Which I mean doesn't matter. I, I you know I always enjoy talking with the people who pick me up. Is it silence sometimes? Yeah, sometimes. Is it like mostly silence? Like someone just picks you up, <laughs> barely says anything to you. <laughs> No, mostly there's a, well, I guess you, like, I guess I feel forced to talk to you a little bit, right? So, like, mm -hmm. there's a silence, and then he'll go, like, he'll ask something, he'll ask something, and, and you can feel that he's been thinking about <laughs> what to say for the past five minutes, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, he goes like, well, do you have any siblings? <laughs> Ten minutes later. <laughs> so, yeah, usually it's like that. Why do you travel? Right, right. Um, that's such a. I feel like it's a simple question, but it's 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 kind of hard to answer. I don't. I. I. Uh, um. I. <laughs> I hope you're gonna edit this part out where I just go like. Eh, eh, uh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't. I just feel like I don't see myself not traveling. Like I want to ask people who don't travel why they don't travel. I mean, like outside of financial reasons and things like that. I guess some people just are not interested in it, and I have, which is fine. But I have trouble understanding it i guess i don't know I, I i guess i do it for the new experiences and to, to feel things that i wouldn't normally feel i don't know if that makes sense like that feeling you get when you get picked up or um meeting new people and you know being randomly invited by someone yeah you just experience a lot of things you know and I, i'm trying to i'm trying to live a life where i uh where i get to experience a lot of things a lot of different things but I, don't know, I guess most people understand the appeal of traveling right do you? Yeah, but I don't think, I think a third of the population does, R like, oh, okay. gets it. Yeah, you think? Yeah, I think another third want to get it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, however much is left, because I'm not good at math, a quarter. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, isn't it that, uh, 
the other third? Two thirds. No, because th- yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say one third, and then I was like, no, because then that only makes ninety. <laughs> anyway, not math, not my strong suit. So yeah, the other third don't get it at all. I don't think. Right. But I don't know. There's barriers that people have, like mental, like. Like, well, no, like, for some reason, they're just like, well, I can't do that. I'm like, yeah, there's literally no reason why you can't. Yeah. Except your own mind saying that it can't happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Because, like, I know a lot of people that are like that. Really? Yeah. And then I know some people that just don't get it. They're like, I don't need to do that. I mean, I know it might sound cliche or whatever, but I I feel like that's hard to avoid if you talk about traveling, but... It's, I mean, we are, and it's going to sound ridiculous, but we are, like, incredibly lucky to, you know, be on this planet, right? Mm-hmm. And, but we're just, like, one planet out of, I'm not good in, in astronomy, but, like or math. Like yeah, what? The math is bad. Yeah, you yeah, know, I know that there's about, I think there's a few hundred billions of, stars in our galaxy and there's like a hundred billion galaxies or something like that why am i talking about the about this um so yeah just like the earth is, is pretty you know not much compared to the rest but we do have access to this earth so i feel like it would be a shame not to not to see it what do you think why do you think you're like that <laughs> are you saying i have a problem no like i mean like what do you think is there specific things that you think can be drawn back to the reason why you live that way because like it isn't a mainstream like way of living or whatever. I mean I'm not like this full time by the way. Well yeah one can assume yeah. like <laughs> I mean some people are which, which yeah, sounds totally. really fun. Yeah exactly but most people don't immediately say which sounds kind of fun. <laughs> like most people are like why don't you want to sit in a house with a white picket fence Why don't or you whatever, contribute you know? to society? Um <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm sure a lot of it is just genetics. Uh, sounds like we're talking about a disability or something. Uh, but maybe it's the way I started. My parents, for some reason, let me go to the other side of the Atlantic Ocean by myself when I was 16. Yeah, they really encouraged me to. Uh, I had a. I mean, when I think back on it, like it's really odd. I. I had this <laughs> had this online friend who was like 27 or something, mm-hmm. and I was 16, and he invited me to come to Montreal, and and so I I did, and and then I went to New York by myself, and obviously my obviously my parents paid for it, you know, <laughs> and uh and uh, that was it actually changed my life like for real. Like sometimes I think about what if that hadn't happened, and I think. I might still be an extremely uh, socially anxious person. Uh, I might, I don't know. I, I feel like I, I definitely wouldn't have, I mean, I don't, I don't feel great most of the time, <laughs> but I know I do feel much better since being in Canada, actually. I've, I've changed a lot, but I, um, where was I going with this? I, yeah, it just, it, it allowed me to kind of, you know, uh, get out of my comfort zone. And I know, like, I remember when I was there, I really felt like I, I wasn't allowed to be scared, uh, you know, of people or of experiences. So I was really not shy at all. And I haven't been like that since. I mean, I mean, I mean, not all the time. It just, it helped me. 
And I feel like if that hadn't happened, um, I, I would be a very different person uh, today, I think. And it's just because I met this guy on a on online, and I you know it was pure chance. Maybe I would have done some I would have done something else. I'm sure, or maybe not. I feel like I didn't answer whatever the question was. No, yeah. I did. I did. Totally, like most parents don't let their kids do that. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> because it, I think it takes a certain type of parent to say, yeah, do that. Like those parents that are taking their kids on the whatever six week long road yeah like those kids are never probably going to have a permanent home in their entire life right yeah. you know like because their childhood was that i would be shocked if bo- if both of those kids like grew up and live lives where they work nine to five jobs yeah <laughs> and like have a house and like don't really leave except for like a week to go to mexico or something right like i don't think that their life is going to be like that yeah. Yeah. So I think, yeah, it for sure. <laughs> I just like no. I like fi- figuring out like or finding out why that happened. Well, what's what answers do you usually get? Like that they're that it's normally that like the parent like their parents let them do something like that or like okay. yeah. that they I don't know went camping a lot when they were a kid or traveled a lot when they were younger or their parents like a lot of the time it's like that their parents gave them let them be independent earlier than maybe yeah is the normal societal standard I don't know like my parents sort of cared what I did but not like in the same way that my friends did they weren't like you need to go to university immediately you need to like do all of this stuff they were basically like you seem to know like what you want to do so <laughs> that's fine well my, my parents were well my dad a bit less so i think but yeah they've always been pretty cool but i think too cool like, like I, letting your yeah yeah <laughs> uh, which i mean you know i don't i try not to regret anything but i was definitely like i was there's things i i, I could have done differently or, or better and i mean i think it's on me but i mean like i guess they well maybe it wouldn't have worked if they had push me harder but yeah i think they're definitely at the extreme uh, side of that of the chillness yeah it's normally that a parent like gives their kid independence earlier than normal yeah not that my parents were like overly like that but it wasn't like i couldn't decide to take a year off or two years off and they would be like angry yeah (laughs) which was like the case for most of my friends when i was yeah graduating so which at the time I was like I didn't really understand but now I'm like yeah that's totally a thing That's it for Matthew. If you want extended content from this episode, don't forget to visit us at throughherepod.com. You can catch a Q&A blog post with Matthew coming up in the next couple of weeks, so don't miss that. Thanks for listening to episode 12. Unfortunately, this was the very last episode in season one of Through Here. It's been a blast recording interviews, producing episodes, and hearing the feedback on all the stuff we've created. Stay tuned to our social media channels for extended content in the coming weeks, including blog posts, Q&As, and more. Thank you so much for listening to this season. We hope to have a second season out by mid-September 2019. 
if you know of anyone traveling across Canada or road tripping across Canada or that's living the van life and is probably coming through Manitoba at some point this summer, please don't hesitate to hit us up on social media or send us an email at throughherepodcast at gmail.com or fill in the contact page on our website at throughherepod.com. As always, if you'd like to hear, see, and experience more from through here, we have extended content on our social media pages and we'll have it after the final episode has been posted. So follow us on Tumblr, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Spotify at at through here. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a rating if you like what we're doing. Don't forget to stay curious. Until next time. Bye.